0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And good morning, friends. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Truth in Revelation chapter number 16 got my always thankful mug today wish that were true about my life I try to be thankful I really do um, but uh, I don't know that I can say I'm always thankful and remember that when it comes to thankfulness uh, thank thank thanking must always have an object so we thank God for all things uh, I love the verse in Ephesians chapter 5, that says that one of the evidences of being controlled by or filled with the Spirit of God is that we'll have a thankful heart, thanking God for all things. How do we thank God for all things? We thank God for all things when we know that all things work together for our good. And we know that things, even though we don't understand them in the moment, uh, are part of God's plan for us to help us to become more like Jesus. And so really Thankfulness is a measure of faith, isn't it? It's believing that God is good. It's believing that God is doing things beyond our understanding and then thanking Him for it before we see it. So there's an element of faith even in thankfulness. Well, that was free. That wasn't our Bible study for today, but that's what I'm reminded of when I see that mug. Revelation chapter 16, uh, we've been talking about these bowls of judgment that God has determined upon the earth uh, during this last part of the great tribulation. The angels have been dispatched from the very temple of God in heaven. Uh, God has given his directive and the angels have come to earth. Uh, And one by one, they have poured out their bowls upon the earth. And we're seeing some horrific things take place. Uh, People that have the sores all over their body, people that have received the mark of the beast, um, ocean life destroyed, uh, fresh water supplies contaminated. Uh, We're seeing that uh, people are being scorched by the sun, maybe the... Uh, the presence of solar flares or uh, the compromising of the ozone layer or whatever. But whatever's happening, this is causing great uh, pain upon the earth. Uh, then darkness. Remember, there's a strategic strike by the angel right against the seat of the Antichrist himself. And I think that should be indicative to the rest of the world that here's your problem. Here's the issue. Here's what's going on. That's where darkness dwells. And yet people aren't seeing it. Uh, And if they are seeing it, they're not admitting it because the Bible says they're still blaspheming God. They're not repenting of their evil deeds that have brought on, that have have solicited this kind of judgment. Uh, Such is the hardness of man and such is the rebellion of these people in the great tribulation. Today we're in verse number 12. So let's go ahead and look at that. Um, we're talking about the sixth angel, the sixth angel. The Bible says, and the sixth angel poured out his vial or his bowl upon the great river Euphrates. So I, I wish you could look at a Bible map right now and see that, see the fertile crescent, right? The Tigris and the Euphrates, that's where civilization began. And much of a world history centers around those two great rivers, the Tigris and Euphrates, uh, modern-day Iraq and Iran, ancient-day Assyria and uh, Babylon and Persia, and these world path three of the great world powers were on that side of the Euphrates River. And remember, when God gave the borders to Israel about the size of Israel's uh, country, it's much larger Uh, than the the borders of Israel today. Uh, For instance, back in Bible days, Israel was given all the land up until the Great River or the Euphrates River. So she owned land well into uh, Jordan and parts of Syria and into Saudi Arabia and certainly over to parts of Iraq. So the Euphrates River. And the Bible says here that there's a particular judgment that involves the Euphrates River. Now, what could that be? Well, back in Bible days, the Euphrates River was the the demarcation line between east and west. And remember, a border, a a, a river served a a purpose. A a river was a border. I mean, they, they weren't into the big ship, the big Bridge bridges that we build today, and certainly there was no air travel, and so a river was a formidable border. And people on that side of the river stayed on that side, and people on this side stayed on this side. And it was a very arduous thing to get across the river, at least with a large number of people. And so a river was a great protection uh, back in Bible days. Well, what we're going to find in Uh, The passage we're reading today is that protection is going to be removed. Look at verse number uh, 12. So the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up. See that? That's the judgment. That the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So what is God doing? He's removing the border. He's removing that protection the river's going to dry up so that an army, a formidable army, an army millions strong can come right across that border and come right to uh, the final battle that we're going to talk about here in a moment. So who are these children of the East? Well, what is east of the Euphrates? Uh, countries like Iran. Do you think that maybe there's some evil there? <laughs> Uh, countries like uh, India and China. And so these are the children of the East that now have open uh, ingress to that whole area and a beeline to Jerusalem and to Israel. Foot soldiers, millions of them now have the the opportunity. So this is a judgment. Part of God's judgment is the removal of protections. Part of the way God judges is to take away that which has kept back the enemy. So now protections are removed, the river is dried up, and the stage is set for the final battle. Look at verse number uh, 13. And so physically, the river dries up in verse 12, but watch this spiritually in verse number 13. And I saw, John now recounts, I saw three unclean spirits. So demonic presences, uh, unclean spirits, uh, that which is not visible perhaps to the naked eye, but is just as real as your own reality. So three unclean spirits, they came out like frogs. So does that mean that they look like frogs? Not necessarily. Maybe that's the way John envisioned them, but a frog was an unclean animal, dirty and slimy, unclean. Remember the second plague in Egypt Uh, The plague of the frogs and how they uh, died and they piled them up and they stank, the Bible says, unclean. So the Bible says that there are three unclean spirits like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet. So this unholy trinity to which we've referred in the past, the devil, the dragon, uh, the first beast, the Antichrist, the second beast, the false prophet, and these unclean spirits now come out of this triumvirate of evil, uh, this, this trinity of evil. And wow, this has got to be something significant now because it's like the demonic world now in coalition against... Uh, so there's not only... Uh, God judging, but the devil now is, is something's happening here. And I want to give too much away, but let's let's read this with interest now. So these, these unclean spirits have come out of the dragon, the first beast, the second beast. And now verse number 14, And they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of that great day of of God Almighty. So as God is unleashing these vials, these bowls of judgment upon the earth, the devil kind of is answering in kind. And so a battle, a war is about to ensue. And it's almost as if the devil knows his time is short. We know that he's already been cast down out of heaven. Remember the, the, the war with Michael in heaven, the devil loses, he's cast to earth. He knows his time is short. Uh, he wants to take it out on the children of men. And so what does he do? Uh, a, a spirit comes out of him, out of Antichrist, out of the false prophet, and these unclean spirits, these devils now have the ability to do supernatural things, uh, to do miracles. And the miracles that they do will convince people on earth, especially the leadership on earth, to align themselves and to ally themselves with Antichrist. Do you see that? Verse number 14, for they are of the spirit of devil. They are the spirits of devils working miracles so that that'll be the way by which people are convinced which go forth unto the kings of the earth so the rulers of the world at that time remember antichrist is a coalition leader it's not that the world is one world government that's a little bit of a misnomer there are still separate governments and separate kingdoms the the antichrist is is the key player uh, but uh, but other governments exist, but they are going to align themselves and ally themselves with Antichrist because they will be deceived by these unclean spirits. And the Bible says that they will go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So, What will the devil do through these unclean spirits? What will be his great deception? His great deception will be, hey, we can win this thing. Uh, These uh, judgments of God, uh, these uh, sores, this darkness, this pain, uh, this scorching, all of it. We're going to align ourselves against God. And really, the way to attack God is now antichrist has broken his treaty with the jews these are god's people that this is god has brought this on because of them we're going to attack god and them let's bring the whole world together to attack israel let's bring the whole world together to attack god's holy hill zion mount uh, jerusalem that's where all of this is is coming together they're going to gather to a huge valley The valley of the hill of Megiddo, Har-Megiddo, Armageddon. And the the armies are going to gather and we are going to fight against God and his people. That's what's happening here. And so significant is this that if you see in your Bible verse number 15, uh, the the verse is in red letters. And that that doesn't mean that it's any more inspired than the rest of the Bible. What that means is it's a quotation, that this is something the Lord himself is saying. And verse number 15, Behold, and Jesus has already said this uh, back in, in chapter one, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So in other words, this is a warning That when these things are happening uh, on on planet Earth, uh, when these armies are being gathered, when uh, nations are being mobilized uh, against God, against his people, Jesus says, beware, take take heed to this. Uh, This means that not only are the armies gathering, but very quickly, Jesus is returning. Be ready for that. Uh, be careful not to align yourself with the evil one. Be careful, faithful ones that have not yet been martyred. Be careful, my people that are still on earth, 144, thousand. I'm coming like a thief, unknown to them, but known to you. I'm about ready to come and you need to watch and be ready uh, so that you are uh, that you are ready for my coming. Uh, very similar uh, passage in First Thessalonians chapter 5 as it predicts the coming of the Lord. Here, it's not his coming in the rapture. That's when he comes in the clouds and we meet the Lord in the air as New Testament saints. No, this is a reference to his coming to this earth when he will set down Antichrist at the battle of Armageddon, when he will set his feet on uh, the Mount of Olives, the place from which he ascended. And remember, the angel says he will come to that same place in like manner as you have seen him go. uh, Jerusalem, that he will rule and reign. Uh, that's even now being ravaged by this series of battles that we call Armageddon. Well, we'll come back to some of that. I know I've probably said some things here at the end that have caused confusion, uh, but we're going to stay with it. So next episode, we'll jump into verse number 16. Hope you'll stay here uh, with us for that. Hope you have a great day today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.